Center Church Center app. If you are a new guest, we welcome you. We love you. We want to get to know you and connect with you. So if you are a new guest, we do have VIP cards in the back, and we can definitely get you um, one if you need one so we can connect with you. Let's see what else. Follow us on social media. If you don't know, our social media is like popping right now. Like it is so good. Like if you guys haven't seen it, somebody is doing a really good job. She doesn't like to be recognized, so I'll just say somebody. Um, so definitely really good. We don't have any events going on this week because it is Thanksgiving. We want to give you guys some time to be with friends and family and be home with your kids because it is Thanksgiving week. Um, so have a happy Thanksgiving. We are so thankful. Except for high school, we have a hangout. We're doing a scavenger. We're doing a scavenger. How you guys that I think you guys are amazing because TCM, like we we did it. Like we had what 96 kids that we took on as a church and we filled. 96 kids. You guys, God is good. But you, it's so awesome to see. I'm not going to lie, I was like a little hesitant once I was like, we have 96 kids. I'm like, um, we did like 62 last year. And so she was like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, it's so good. God is good. And he shows up every time when I doubt for a second, he's there. So you guys are awesome. We want to say thank you to everyone that participated and shopped for a child. Today is when our presents are due so that we can give them to youth because youth will be spending um, some time, not this week, but next week wrapping. So we do appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. If you did get a, if you did miss that or miss a chance to getting a kid a gift, we do have a couple um, donation requests on the tree back there. We still do their Christmas parties, so we buy them stockings and we do crafts with them. So if you are um, missing out, we still have some opportunities to reach out to TCM. They are so excited, by the way. Really, really excited. And I heard we've got Rooted coming in January. So... I am a rooted beginner, like beginner 101, but I've had a chance to meet um, with the team and they are just so excited and they have me excited for rooted. Oh my gosh, so cute back there. Um, but it is starting in January. It's rooted. It's a group Bible study and it's a perfect way to connect not only with each other and your friends, but go deeper in the word of God. And it's just so good when you can get into the word of God with your friends and your church family. It just grows. It's just, it's so good. So visit the church center app and sign up. It's really going to be good. We love being connected. So get involved and be a part of our team. We have our new children's check-in station, which was amazing. Our pastors are so awesome that hopefully we'll streamline everything for you guys. Um, so we are so thankful. But if you want to help in any area, we love kids. And so we could use you. So um, for all this and more, visit our Church Center app. Have a great week, guys. So, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Oh, my goodness. I am pumped. All right. Are we, we're up? Dude, Pastor Keith, you are the man among men. Everybody give a clap for our tech team back there. These guys, so if you look around the room, we've, we've got these new cameras all over the place, right here, right there, and they look like R2-D2, 
it, it swivels around and does all these things. And so if you're a techie person and you would like to learn more about that stuff and be a part of our tech team, please go see those people in those awesome tech team shirts in the back. They would love for you to be a part also. Um, but uh, yeah, um, these, guys, these guys spent all week staying up night after night, learning this new equipment, figuring it out, only to have it not work the way it's supposed to. So we will get it figured out for next week, but I think you got it Jimmy rigged so that we got the old school one back up there. So hello, everybody online. Say hi to people online. Oh, my goodness. I am ready for church today. So let, let's pray. I think, I think I need a little moment with Jesus. Are you guys, guys going to join me in my moment with Jesus? Let's do this. Father God, I thank you so much for being so good, so good to your church, so good to your people. And Father, we just give you this service. Lord, we, we thank you for the many hands that it took to make this service happen so that lives could be changed, so that we could encounter you and be in your presence. Father, we thank you for the countless hours by so many volunteers to, to practice their craft and to figure things out and learn and, and pour themselves out as an offering to you. So God, this is our offering to you. This service is for you, Lord. We thank you and give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. I'm, I'm trying to sneak on here so I can talk to the people online. Let's see if I can get that. We're getting there. So if you're online, say hi to me. I'll, 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 be, t I'll be talking to you throughout the service. We'll do that together. But while we're waiting for that, where are my paper Bible people at? We got some paper Bibles in the house. We got some cool ones. Ooh, got some maroon ones. I like the maroon ones. Old school black. I like it. I like it. How, what else we got? Pe dirty brown. That's, that's a new one. Yeah, dirty brown. Awesome. Uh, paper Bibles are not on this side, huh? This is all, oh, okay, okay. I just missed it. That's all it was. That's all it was. Good. Awesome. How many people are on their electronic Bibles this morning? Good, good. Anybody get an upgraded electronic Bible yet? No, not yet. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Awesome. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Philippians 4, uh, verse 6. And we're going to hang out there. We're going to dissect that a little bit today. Uh, but while, we're, while you're turning there, shout out, what, are, what, is, what is your Thanksgiving traditions? What are, what are some of them? Food, eating, football, a movie. Some people go to the movies. Did I hear? Macy's Day Parade. That's a good one. That's a good one. So many good traditions out there, right? And who's excited for Thanksgiving? I'm so pumped for Thanksgiving. Um, we, we got to do the, the, the turkey for, well, one of the turkeys for the youth on, on, uh, uh, for their Friendsgiving. And it was so much fun. I almost exploded my smoker. It was incredible. It was just like, it, it started like, pfft, like, oh, I was like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. So, uh, so we had to finish it in the oven, but we, 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 it was good. It was really good. I had to carve it so I could taste it because it was so good. So you guys know what I'm talking about? But one thing about Thanksgiving is it's all about gratitude, right? It's all about gratitude. Somebody shout gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude. Go ahead and tell your neighbor today's message is titled The Power of Gratitude. The Power of Gratitude. If you'd like, you can join us on the YouVersion Bible app. Go into the More button, click on Events, and look up Livingstone's Church. All of the notes are in there for you. You can take notes in there and save it. Um, there's small group questions at the bottom if you want to hang out with somebody at a coffee shop and talk about the word, talk about what God's doing. Such a good thing. Who is in Philippians 4, verse 6? All three of you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Philippians 4, verse 6 says, 
Don't worry about a thing. No. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Come on. God is so good. You know, I want to, as we dive in here and we look at this scripture, the first word I really want to focus on is the word thank. You see that in verse 6? And thank him for all that he has done. That word thank in the King James or the New King James versions, if you, if you like to go old school, it's translated as thanksgiving, right? And that's the word thanksgiving. And it actually is the Greek word. Get ready. Are you ready for this? I'm, I'm going to teach you how to say thanksgiving in Greek. Are you ready? Ekarista. Ekarista. Ready? Can you say that? Ekarista. 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 That's ekarista. It sounds better when you say it faster. Ekarista. 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 Saying it? You got it? Because when, when somebody asks you, what, what are you, hey, what are you guys doing on Thursday? Oh, Ekarista. Did you say bless you? As if I sneezed. Ekarista. Or Ekarestia. And it, it, it's the Greek word for thanksgiving. And as, we, as I read through that and I'm looking at that, I'm going, hmm, God wants us to thank him. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. You know, at men's group, at men's breakfast yesterday, where were my men at? Did we enjoy breakfast? So good, so good. Somebody say bacon. Mmm. Oh, I just, I love being under the new covenant. You know what I'm saying? Bacon. We put, we put bacon in our pancakes yesterday. Mmm. We, we, I mean, the men in our church have the best shape. I mean, well-rounded individuals. You know what I'm saying? They're just, just incredible, but we had a good time, and, and I was sharing with the guys that God had put this, this verse on my heart yesterday morning, and, and I, I was up till like 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning, rewriting and putting this message together, because I just felt like God wanted to say this, um, but it was just so good, but that thankfulness, that thanksgiving, tell God what you need, and thank him for all that he has done. You know, I, I, have, I don't have a problem telling God what I need. But sometimes I have a problem thanking him when it's not here yet. Are you with me? Like, like, I'm super grateful for all these cool new cameras that don't do anything right now. They're just really <laughs> awesome paperweights. But I'm so thankful, right? So we're thankful for what God is doing. And we're thankful for what God has done. Amen? Oh, my goodness. I mean, these cameras are so much fun. You can see my nose hair. I mean, I've got to start making sure that's well-groomed in there. You know what I'm saying, right? Because these cameras just go straight everything it's incredible anyway uh, the worship team was really worried about that this morning they're just like uh are those going to show everything yes yeah, they'll show everything that'll be so good but don't worry about anything instead pray about everything how many of us have been staying in a place of worry mm. now what does worry look like it, it can look like different things you might be worried about how things are going in the economy you know i know i know when i filled up my minivan and it cost what my suv cost used to cost my suv i can't even fill it up anymore right it it stops at 82 dollars or 85 dollars and then i got to turn it off and turn it back on to get to 115 120 or whatever it is come on somebody yeah you know but god says don't worry about anything pray about everything 
You know, we had gotten those new check-in systems. Aren't they so cool? I just love those things. They're so awesome. Man, I spent days trying to figure out how to get those things to work. And man, I was beating myself up. And I told this story a little bit last Sunday with, with at men's group. I went to men's group and, and they, they were like, hey, did, did you pray about it? I'm like, who teaches you these things? I want to go to your church. Like, That's got to be a good one, you know. And, uh, but, you know, I've, I, I, I sat down Monday morning. I'm like, I'm going to give this thing another shot. We're going to see if this is going to work. And, and, of course, I went through every YouTube video. I did every, I followed all the steps, and it still didn't work, you know. And I finally was just like, I was so irritated. I said, Lord, I need a new idea because this isn't working. You got anything for me? And all of a sudden, I, I had this thought. I was like, I wonder. I wonder if I'd plug it directly in to the source instead of through the extension cord, if that would make a difference. Why would that make a difference? I don't know. But for some reason, I had that thought, and I plugged it right directly into the source. I had to get into the cabinet, unplug this thing, and plug it directly in there, and all of a sudden, it goes, and I'm like, what is it doing? And I look, I'm like, it downloaded the software by itself? Like, why did it do that the last? Anyway. I was still praying, right? Come on. I was praying in tongues. It, it, you know, if you want to pray in tongues, you, you just type out all those little asterisks and all the other things. That's you. That's what, anyway. But it loaded them all up so fast. I finished getting it all put together. and I was like, wow, it was that easy. I was like, man, just pray about everything. Stop worrying about it. You know, we sit and we, we trouble with it. And, you know, I... I, uh, I had this saying, you know, it's, uh, as a pastor, a lot of the times, you love everybody, right? You, you spend your time loving on people, and, and you make people a priority. But you know what happens a lot is people make you an option. Oh, do you ever feel that? When you make somebody a priority and they make you an option, they're like, I don't know if I want to hang out with you. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, there's this, there's this other church down the road that, you know, it's, they, he looks better than you. He doesn't eat so much bacon, you know, but we, we make things a priority and, and then we make that an option. I was thinking about Jesus and how many times he makes me a priority and I make him an option. Oh, he was a last stitch effort after I tried everything else. I could find, you know what, maybe, Pastor Justin, maybe you should pray. What a novel idea. I'm, I'm just sitting there going, I, why didn't I think of that? What an amazing, I mean, goodness, it's humbling, right? It's humbling. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and, somebody say and, and thank him for all he has done. Man, goodness. You know, this morning, I loved it. Uh, Pastor Keith, we were praying over some people. We had some prayer requests and um, some people that got diagnosed with cancer this week. We had another friend that got put on a ventilator this week. And, and, uh, and so we were praying over people. And Pastor Keith said, hey, you know what? I got a praise report. I'm, I'm believing God that he's going to heal those people right now. So let's praise for that. Come on. Isn't that amazing? All of a sudden, it's, it's tell him what you need. But thank him right now. Thank him right now for it because it's coming to pass. Amen? Amen? Oh, my goodness. Thank him as if it's already done. Come on, somebody. There, there's just a different kind of thankfulness in the middle of that. Are you with me? Mm. Echaristia. Echaristia, thanksgiving. Let's go to Luke 17, verse 11. It says, 
As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. Verse 12. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance. Verse 13. Crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Verse 14. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. Verse 15. One of them. Somebody say one. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! Verse 16, he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet and thanking him, come on, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Verse 17, Jesus asked, didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Verse 18, has no one returned to give glory to God except for this foreigner? Verse 19, and Jesus said to the man, stand up and go, your faith has healed you. Gosh, I, as I was thinking about this gratitude and, and, and the power of gratitude, right, and getting into these things, I, I started to think about when we, when, has anybody gone down to Mexico with us? Awesome. It's so incredible to go down there and, and to be a part of that. Thank you so much for making those kids Christmas amazing. I can't tell you the, the smiles and the joy and to know that Jesus loves them through you. Amen? It's going to be so awesome. But you know what happens to me every time we go down to Mexico? I get, I get a gift from the Lord. This gift is called perspective. Perspective. We all got a lot of things going on, don't we? Things get challenging. I mean, it's, it's holiday season, right? Do, 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 do. It's holiday. I, I mean, my, my son is, I'm pretty sure he was, he was born in the North Pole. He would listen to Christmas music all year long if his dad wasn't the Grinch. Are you with me? <clears throat> oh, my goodness. He gets so fired up as soon as like, oh, it, it's Thanksgiving time, Dad. Can we put the tree up? I'm like, jeez, man, come on. Our house is fully decorated with Christmas stuff right now. Other than the lights, because that's my full responsibility. So that's not done. But everything else that everyone else could put up is done. But when I get back from Mexico, I get this perspective, right? In the hustle and bustle and, and all the cha challenging. Going to Mexico and loving on these kids and just having the amazing time. Getting to love those guys and be, be friends and play games and do all these things together. It's so awesome. If you haven't gone down yet, I highly recommend that you do. But there's something that happens. As soon as we're leaving and we're coming back over the border and we get over that border and all of a sudden, as soon as we get over the border, I look around and I'm like, what in the world? Because when I'm down there, man, there, there, it, it, it's not the same as it is here. Do, do you know we do this crazy thing where we, where we groom trees on the side of the road so that it looks pretty when you drive by? All of a sudden, perspective hit me. How much money is spent on just making it look pretty while I drive by? I'm looking at these kids going like, oh, all they're asking for is some underwear. All they're asking for is basic needs, right? And some of them got, got real, real guts and said, I want a bicycle, right? right? And I'm sitting there going like, man, perspective. We, I, what would it be like for them to, drive, to, to walk through our streets? clean. Are you with me? Like there's just perspective. Does it, somebody say perspective. 
Here's point number one. I will receive the power of perspective. Perspective. When we're looking at Luke and we're looking at the ten lepers, I think about that one who had perspective. He, he, he knew what it was like to live in leprosy. And he got perspective. He's like, perspective, gratitude created perspective. And you know what's funny about this? Is it said, has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Wow. I know if I brought those kids over here, they'd think we were the richest people ever. Yet at the same time, we're upset because the car we're driving now costs $100 to put gas in. Come on, somebody. Perspective. Perspective. Instead of being upset about how things are, can we be grateful for what we have? Oh, goodness. Now, I hope I can hear the silence. I heard one come on because she's pregnant, she's awesome, and I love her. Right? But the rest of you are going like, holy buckets, that was heavy. Right? Because you're just like me going like, mm, that hit and that hurt so much. This is not a criticism to you. I'm trying to set you free. I'm setting you free because you know what? We, we, we have this perspective that things aren't the way that I want them to be. Are you with me? What was it, a year and a half ago that gas prices were at like $2.30? Come on, somebody. Right now it costs the same amount to fill up my motorcycle as it did a small car. It's crazy. But at the same time, perspective. I have a motorcycle. I have a car. I have a working vehicle. I get to come into a public school and praise Jesus and they won't stop us. I get to, right? Perspective. Perspective. Oh my goodness, for some of us, we're going like, oh no, am I going to have to swim out into the harbor to get Christmas gifts this year? Perspective. Perspective. Can I tell you, the greatest Christmas gift is sitting right next to you right now. Oh, that person that you love. Come on. The, 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 that church member that loves you that you don't even know. Come on. Somebody say Gratitude gratitude oh my goodness it's so easy to get fed up and frustrated with everything around you things aren't going the way you think but perspective changes everything oh we we could be i could be upset that the the cameras are looking at me but they're not doing anything but you know what we have them which means we troubleshoot them and we figure out for next week how to make it work We could be without them completely. Are you with me? Oh, perspective. Perspective. Somebody say gratitude. Somebody say perspective. Let's go back into that. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, the next word I want to focus on in this section of Scripture is the word then. Right at at verse 7, then, then. Then. 
This means contingency. Do you know what an if-then statement is? If this happens, then that happens. Cause and effect, right? Then it's contingent. If you brush your teeth, then you won't have cavities, right? If you exercise, you will become stronger. If you value freedom, then you will be willing to fight for it. Come on, somebody. If you go 50 in a 35, then you are likely to get a ticket. Are you with me? Come on. If you are preaching real good, then the people will lift up a big shout. Okay, all right. I was just checking to see if you're awake. How about this? If you live out God's promises, then you will experience God's favor. If, if, mm, if and then, if and then, if we don't worry and we pray about everything instead and we tell God what we need and we thank him, then you will experience God's peace. You know, we've been praying for peace for a long time, huh? Right? Anybody praying for peace? But yet we still operate in worry. We're still operating in worry and and we're forgetting to pray. I would like peace. I would like for every piece of that equipment to come together and work. That would give me peace. Is anybody with me? You'd like every part of your life to come together and work together for good because God's word says that all things will come together for good for those that love the Lord. Yeah? We, we put those on a pillow so that we can remind ourselves when we lay our head down that it's going to be good. Everything's going to be all right, right? Your mom crochets it for you, right? Puts, makes a doily. Is that, is that what those are called? And they put it on the back of your couch? No? Okay. Anyway, ask grandma. She'll help you. But those if-then statements, if, if we stop engaging in worry, if, if we start giving God glory, If we come with gratitude, all the power of gratitude, it unlocks everything. You want your relationships to be better? Be grateful for the ones you have. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody mad at their body? Come on. Come on. I'm mad at these things right here. It seems like every couple of months, one of them goes out, and then all of a sudden it's swollen up and I can't walk again. Finally went to the doc, got x-rays done. We're going to see what's going on with these things. But these things were making me mad. But perspective is, I got a couple of friends who, who, who don't have a leg altogether. Can I be honest with you? When that pain comes and my knee swells up like this big, I wish I didn't have a leg in that moment because it hurts so bad. But my beautiful says, you don't wish that at all. You just wish that it was healed. Mm, come on, somebody perspective perspective because if i would have lived just in my pain oh i'd have even a bigger problem are you with me if i just if i just was sitting in that pain and and didn't realize that there was something on the other side that there's healing on the other side if i just sat there and said i don't want this pain anymore take my leg well this happened to both legs twice now i don't know how many legs i can lose are you with me How many things could you lose? Here's point number two. I will receive the power of promise. 
Anybody remember what point number one is? Power of perspective. Point number two, power of promise. If you know God's promises, you can live in them. You know what happens to most people is that the only word they get is on a Sunday morning. Come on. You're not feeding yourself during the week and you're wondering why you're struggling in your circumstances. God doesn't take away your circumstances. Did you know that? He gives you perspective. He gives you perspective. He reminds you of things right here. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Don't be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. For I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. These are the promises of God. Oh, when we live in the promises of God, and we declare those things over our circumstances. Oh, the circumstances don't go away, but we know we're going to get through it. Amen? Oh, it changes things because no longer am I a victim to the, the place that I'm in, the pain that I'm in, because I know there's purpose behind the pain. Are you with me? Oh, perspective, promise. God's promises are yesterday, man. Let's get another. You guys are not fired up enough. We got to get back in the Word. Woo, Isaiah 26, verse 3. Here's another good one. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Do you want to know how you have perfect peace? It's not your circumstances changing. It's all who have their sights and their thoughts fixed on him. When your sights and your thoughts are higher than your circumstances, your circumstances lose power. Are you with me? Your circumstances lose power. It doesn't have power when you know who your God is. God's promises right here are right there for the taking. You just got to open up your word. Get them for yourself. Lord, speak to me. I remember as a brand new Christian, a young, young kid, I'd go, Lord, speak to me. I'd go, hmm, that's good, Lord. Jesus relieved himself. All right, okay. Maybe that's a good idea, you know? Are you with me? But God's word, there's so much power in here. If you seek the Lord, you'll find him. Oh, he's waiting for you to seek him. He's waiting for you to find him. He's waiting to show you his promises. Oh, he's a good God. He's a good father. He loves you so much and doesn't want to leave you in your circumstances. Oh, he wants to show you how much bigger you'll be than your circumstances. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. How about this one? John 16, 33. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but... Come on, somebody say but. Mm, one of my favorite things right there when God puts a but in there. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Listen, God, God's telling you that the world, that, the life, that life is going to be difficult. Things are going to be hard. I, I love getting people fired up about God's word and getting them excited about what Jesus can do. But a lot of times they're thinking like, wow, I'm a Christian now. I'm going to be excited. Everything's going to be good. Oh, so good. And then Monday happens. And they get hit upside the head by life again, right? The bill didn't go away from Sunday to Monday, right? Like things didn't, they didn't shift. You haven't said sorry yet, so that relationship is still strained. Are you with me, right? Come on. They're, they're, oh. There's just more. There's just more. 
I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. That means there's nothing that can happen to you that God has not already overcome. Nothing. Nothing. What a promise from the Lord. It says, I'm going to ask you to walk out in faith. And guess what you're going to experience? It's like no one is ever going to say that ever again about the next year after 2020. Are you with me? Who wants to sign up for more trials and sorrows? You know what? But I'll, I'll sign up for the next part. Take heart. I've overcome the world. God, I don't know what it's going to be like this next year. I don't know what it's going to be like this next decade. But I trust that you've overcome everything that I'm about to go through. Are you with me? All of a sudden, your confidence level goes through the roof. He already told you this is going to happen. Right? All right? Are you with me? When you spend time with the Lord, when you sit with him, he'll already tell you stuff's about to get hard. It's going to get harder before it gets easier. Oh, goodness gracious. Man, I wish I could just go to a church where people just say nice things all the time. Are you with me? No? You like this one? Okay, good. Because I don't say nice things all the time, do I? We've got to tell the truth. God gave us his world, word to reveal to us to receive his promises. He gave us his word. There's times where I've had people make promises to me and I wish it was written down. You ever wish that? You promise. Come on, teenagers, you know what I'm talking about. I still don't have my TV from graduation. That never happens. Yeah, my mom said, if you will just, it was probably an emotional moment because I was a straight, we'll, we'll embellish a little, D student, right? She said, if you'll just graduate high school, I'll get you a TV for your room. I'm like, hmm, well, all right. I think we could do this, right? I got 50% on all of my late assignments, right? Uh, we, we can get our grade to pop up a little bit, right? TV never came. I wish I had that in writing. Are you with me? God's promises are in writing. He says, I will stand by my promises. I will stand by my word. But you know what? If you don't know his word, how are you going to tell him to stand by it? He's waiting for you to seek him, to know him. When you know his promises, you can say, hey, God, you said you'd never leave or forsake me. Come on, you said I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm above and not beneath. You said that I will overcome. Oh, when you know God's promises, you can start speaking them back to him. And he was just going, hey, I was wondering if you knew that or not. Because I believed in you the whole time. The only thing is that your circumstances told you something different. Are you with me? Your circumstances told you that you can't shout. Your circumstances told you you can't get excited. Your circumstances told you that, that a church can't be built in the middle of French Valley. I'm going to tell you what. God's going to do something bigger than that because God's word says, oh, you have authority everywhere that you put your foot. Oh, when I walk in the Lord, I know that that land's been given to me. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. When you know God's promises, when you know God's word, Oh, you can live it out. Amen. Amen. Back in Philippians 4, verse 7. Then, that if then, then you will experience God's peace. You know what my prayer for you today is? My prayer for you today is to experience God's peace. This is a peace 
that surpasses all understanding. This is a peace that doesn't make sense. You know why people go to substances? Because they don't want life to make sense anymore. Why do we drink? Why do we, why do we, why do we smoke things? Because then maybe I can have some peace from the world for a minute. Why, you know why I eat a bacon cheeseburger? Because mm. for that two and a half minutes, I'm in perfect peace, in harmony with the Lord. Are you with me? We go to substances looking for peace. But God's saying, I'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. I want you to experience that kind of peace. Peace that's so good, you don't need another substance. You don't need a shopping spree to feel better. Are you with me? Come on. You don't need Amazon to bring that thing a little bit quicker. Are you with me? Instead, he gives you that perfect peace. Why? Because you stopped worrying about everything. And you started praying about everything. You with me? You started, instead of, instead of letting Jesus be an option, you made him a priority. He made you a priority, you made him a priority. Come on, are you with me? Are you with me? We make him a priority. Here's point number three. I will receive the power of peace. When we stop worrying and stop giving in to anxiety, we pray and give it all back to God. We tell Him what we need, and then we thank Him. Are you with me? Then we get to celebrate. Ekaristia. Ekaristia. Thanksgiving. I look forward to Thanksgiving, right? I, I have all these memories as a kid playing football in the backyard, right? All right. Is cranberry sauce the stuff in the can? Or, or is it something that grandma makes? What is it? It's the can, yeah, right? I remember those little slices. Slices of perfection. Then Chelsea introduced me to the cranberry relish that I was like, buy can. So good. It's like dessert on your, on your turkey. So good. There's a certain peace that I have when I think of Thanksgiving. <clears throat> There's, I, I know that, what, what is that stuff in Turkey that makes you sleepy? Tryptophan? That just makes you feel good already, right? Just give me some more turkey. Who, who likes smoked turkey? Who likes fried turkey? Who likes just old-fashioned roasted turkey? There you go, good, Right? There's a peace. There's a peace that I think about when I go back to that place at my grandma's house. All the cousins and everybody are all over the place. And we're, we're all just kind of sitting around watching the football game on multiple TVs all over the place, playing, playing football in the backyard. There's a peace that comes into that place. And then when we think about real Thanksgiving and we think about Jesus and the Thanksgiving that He has, that Echarestia. Echarestia. Thanksgiving, a peace that surpasses all understanding. The power of gratitude. Wow. Are you with me today? Are you with me today? 
Because there's, there's power in that. Can you imagine for once, you know what, maybe the dishes didn't get done. Maybe the laundry didn't get done. Right? Maybe you still got to fix the sink, gentlemen. I got to fix my shower. Are you with me? I, I've got a screwdriver in my shower. Are you with me? All right. It sits in there because that's how you turn the water on and you turn it off. Maybe all those circumstances didn't go anywhere, but you enter into Thanksgiving. I have a house. I have a shower that's warm. I have a family that's beautiful, healthy, right? Come on. We get to celebrate Thanksgiving this week, right? We get to be with those loved ones. You know what? I know that I've been getting messages from different people like, oh my gosh, I got to see my sister for Thanksgiving. And we've just been like, I haven't talked to her in like the whole year because of this thing that happened last Thanksgiving, right? Are you with me? And you're like, I got to see her. Oh, this isn't any of my sisters, but they're not watching anyway, so it doesn't matter. But you know what? She's alive. God gave her breath, which means she still has purpose, which means that if we stop worrying and start praying, come on, if we stop worrying about what it's going to be like and we start praying for her, what, what if we started looking up those things that create anxiety for us and we started to pray for it? going, Jesus, what do you see in this? What do you Take me into this moment with you of who this person is to you that, that you would so willingly go to the cross for them, for that person. Oh, show me who you see. And all of a sudden, perspective. Come on, perspective. You see from God's perspective. You start seeing God's promises in your life, that thing that's been creating anguish for you. Oh, it never had any control over you in the first place. It, it's trying to get your attention over here, but he's saying, keep your eyes on me. I don't see this anymore. I was talking to one of our volunteers this morning. and We were talking about how hard it can be sometimes when people treat you like an item or an object instead of a person. When all of a sudden the people you made a priority make you an option. How do you do that? And I think about Jesus. How many times have I made Jesus an option? How many times have we made church and gathering together an option? Come on, somebody. I'm grateful for an online church community. I'm grateful that we get to be in a whole bunch of places all at once. We get to be with the Jaramillo family and we get to be with Dorothy Faraganin and we get to be with the Dominguez family and, and we get to be with all these people all the time. John Hassler out in Oklahoma, come on. Reuben, thank you for being on here every week. Alex Bush, I love you, dude. Thank you from Joshua Tree. Your Bassick's out in Texas. Come on. Monica Harper. I saw your message on there. I couldn't figure out how to, how to message back. I'm still learning this Facebook thing. But we love you, and I'm glad that we got the feed going again. Wherever you're at, being grateful unlocks more. Being grateful unlocks more to what God's got for your life. The relationships you have now are not supposed to be that. They're supposed to grow. They're supposed to get better. Are you with me? Somebody say better. Better. It's supposed to get better. 
We're supposed to get more intimate. I feel like there's some of us, it's time to forgive today. You can't experience full Thanksgiving until you learn how to forgive. Amen? Feel that Holy Spirit this morning? Oh, He loves this place. He loves this place. He loves His church. And you are His church. And He loves being with you. Eucharistia. Mm. Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Father, forgive us. For, forgive us for being afraid. Forgive us for worrying. Forgive us for operating in fear. The media can push fear all day long. It doesn't mean I have to eat it. Amen? Amen? I got my media right here. These promises have been there forever. Oh, the the things that our government promises us, I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat or anything else. Listen, that is not where your hope comes from. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I'm grateful for this country. I'm grateful that I got to serve in this country and be a United States Marine. But listen, my faith is in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Because that's where my hope comes from. That's where my hope comes from. And you know what? This nation was founded as one nation under God. It's on your money. If you don't like that phrase, give me your money. That sound good? Because I can tell you what, we'll use it to go and bless hundreds of thousands of lives. Here's the thing. We only get to do that because of the perspective and the greatness of God. The promise that he's put over this nation. You know what? I think about, I think about Noah. I think about these when, when, when God came to, to, to go after the world and he's looking at these different places and different times when plagues and things would happen. If, if there was just one person, just one person who still loved the Lord. You know what? I see a few dozen people who still love the Lord. Listen, this, this nation is going to be greater because of you and because of me. Are you with me? Right? Because if we raise our kids to be loving people who care about others, oh, who don't put their own needs before everybody else, oh, goodness gracious, then all of a sudden we can be a free nation again. Woo. I don't know where all this is coming from, but it kind of feels good. This morning our team as we were praying for all of you before you came in here and we were praying for these neighborhoods out here. We were just praying that God would give us a heart for the people of this area, for this region. Show us the needs. Show us the people that you love, God. Because loving people is more than cameras. It's more than more gadgets and gizmos. Loving people is looking them in the eye and telling them, worth it you're worth it you're worth it you're worth it Jesus loves you Misty Jesus loves you he loves you he loves you he loves you when somebody asks why why did you take your hard-earned money to give it to a kid in Mexico that you might not meet because Jesus loves me and Jesus loves them 
And I get to be the hands and feet of Jesus. He loves you. He loves you. He doesn't want to leave you where you are. Your depression, oh, that's nothing to Jesus. Give it to him. Watch what he can do. A peace that surpasses all understanding. Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. John 14, 27. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Verse 28. Remember what I told you. I'm going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really love me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father who is greater than I am. Verse 29, I have told you these things before they happen so that when they do happen, you will believe. God leaves us in peace today. This week, I pray, I pray that your first response is to the first responder, Jesus. Come on. Your first response when things don't go right is back to Jesus. Listen, I'm just as human as everyone in this room or probably worse. I was a Marine. Come on. I know some people don't believe me. They're like, there's no way you could be a Marine. But you know what? God has made me who I am today. And he gets all the glory. If you think the phrase cussing like a sailor means something, you haven't met a Marine yet. You with me? take me hours sitting by myself to stop cussing after spending a day at work in the Marine Corps. Still love Jesus. Come on. Some of you love Jesus and you still cuss. Listen, it's alright. He changes you from the inside out. Stop trying to fake it on the outside. He changes you from the inside out. You give your heart to Jesus, he molds it a little bit more. You give your, your, your life to Jesus, he molds it a little bit more. Listen, it's not about fixing yourself on the outside. It's about fixing yourself on the inside. Watching God come in and remold you and show you, hey, listen, that scar is, is meant to be a scar, not a wound. But let me cover that for you so that that can become a scar. Then when you show people, you can show God how he healed you, not just how somebody hurt you. Are you with me? Oh, when the hurt starts to heal. (laughs) Come on, somebody. When our perspective changes, when we receive His promises, come on, and then we receive His peace. When somebody asks you, oh my gosh, these gas prices, how do you feel about that? Honestly, I'm grateful. Grateful to have a car. I'm grateful to live in this amazing nation where I can still afford it, kind of. Amen. Maybe a little less Red Robin, a little more PB and J, but Sierra Hennessy, love you, girl. I know you're back there, but I see you online too, watching, double dipping on me. Cliff Mulot, love you, man. Melanie Newbold, love you, girl. 
gratitude. 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 So grateful. So grateful, Lord. Thank you for my beautiful bride. Thank you for my boys. Thank you for this awesome church full of real people who are crazy Christians, have awesome faith, and are believing for more. Father, I thank you. I thank you that I get to be a part of something great. I thank you that I get to be in the beginning of what you're doing right now, a new thing. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the people sitting in the seats today who came in here maybe hurting, maybe broken, and maybe walk out with a little more hope, a little more peace. Maybe a a game plan, a strategy for how to do life. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you care about us. That cancer has to bow before your name. I thank you, Lord, that COVID-19 has to bow before your name. Father God, I thank you that the the insubordination, the crazy stuff going on all around us has to bow to your name. One day, every tongue will confess that you are God. God, thank you that your power is not diminished. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that Christmas is not ruined. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we get to be together this week. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the countless turkeys who have been sacrificed to make peace this weekend, Lord. We thank you. I thank you for the friends and family that we get to be here together. We get to be here together. If you're here today or you're watching online, it's not by accident. I believe that you are in the right place at the right time so that God could speak to you. I believe that God brought you here to tell you how much he loves you. I can almost hear you saying, I don't go to church. There's a bunch of judgmental people there. Can I tell you something? There's judgmental people everywhere. It's called people. There's a judgmental person in your chair right now. Yep like this service is going too long judge me why don't you I tell you what being the church is being connected to God being connected to each other learning and growing together forgiving each other for our faults and walking with you walking with the Lord together you don't have a personal relationship with God, I want to introduce you to my best friend today. This is a best friend who will never leave me, even when I make him an option, when he makes me a priority. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. All I have to do is stop worrying and pray about everything. Give him thanks. If that's you this morning, you're like, man, I want to have a real relationship with God. I don't don't need another religious thing to do. My schedule's full enough as it is. But if God is real, I want to know Him for myself. I want to hear His voice. I want to hear Him speak to me. 
I want to open the Bible and actually understand it. Not just get confused. That's you here this morning. You're like, I've won a real relationship with God. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Raise your hand right now. Say, hey, that's me. I want that. I want the real thing. I've done this church thing before, but I, I don't know that I've had that before. Where I have that real relationship with God. If that's you online, if you're watching online right now, if you're watching on an interactive church site, then you can click the little button that says raise my hand. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, just put something in the comments. Just say, hey, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to experience what it's like to have a real relationship with Jesus. And if that's you right now, I want you to pray something just like this. Listen, it has very little to do with the words that you say, but it has everything to do with the heart in which you say it. It's not a chant. It's not a magic spell. It's a prayer. It's a discussion. It's a conversation with God. You say, God, please forgive me. Please forgive me for always messing up. Forgive me for my sin. Lord Jesus, I commit my life to you today. I ask that you'd come and you'd change me from the inside out. God, I want to experience you and I want to see you for real. Jesus, I invite you into my life. I'm ready to go on this journey. And I commit from this day forward to seek after you and to get up when I fall. Thank you, God. It's just taking a minute to, to pray and ask God if you wanted to do anything else in this service. This is his church, you know. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's his church. It's his bride. You ever debate with God whether or not you're hearing him right? Me too. Me too. for a minute this is what I was debating with him about I'm like what is she going to think if I ask her to do this this is going to be weird Missy I, I feel like God was pointing you out and I don't mean for this to embarrass you in any way so forgive me if it, if, in, if it does in any way I don't know I'm just following his lead but I feel like God's saying that, that you are such a powerful leader and that you've been put on a shelf I don't know if other people discount you or look down on you or there's things that have happened in your past that have made you feel like, like you have to be in the background. But I just feel like God is saying, like, I never meant for you to be in the back of the shelf gathering dust. I feel like God says that you are just a shining light to Him. I can almost see Him, like, pulling you off the shelf, dusting you off polishing you up and just saying look how beautiful you are this is who I say that you are you're meant to be out here on the on the table for everybody to see you're not supposed to be back there I pray
promise you that your best days are not behind you. Your best days are in front of you. Your best days are in front of you. Even, even as I, we were talking about the word, like, oh, it's going to bring, it's going to bring trials and sorrows. <laughs> I feel like he's telling you this because there's stuff that's going to happen. Things are going to be tough at times, but just lean into it, push into it, press through it, and he's going to see you on the other side. It's the pressing through. It's like the pressing through is what's going to polish you up. The pressing through is what's going to break off all those old strongholds. It's the pressing through to say, God, I'm coming after you. I don't care how much it hurts. I'm going to watch this stuff rip out of me, but I'm coming for you. And as you go after him, then you're going to come out on the other side, polished up, beautiful, stronger than ever, walking with a different kind of light in you. Oh, I'm going to see you walk, running around, praying over people in here, telling them how valuable they are in Christ. I just see that in you. Don't let the circumstances tear you apart. They'll try. They'll try. Because the enemy knows that if he can tear you apart, he'll tear apart everybody who's behind you. You're strong enough in him. You're strong enough in him. He'll get you through. You got this. You got this. I feel like this was a word for somebody else too. You can receive that word for yourself. almost feel it like you're like you're going like how come how come he didn't call me up to pray over that over me come on man like I want I want to be shiny like <sighs> I can feel some hardened hearts some hardened hearts in this place you've done the religious thing you've gone to church you've heard people shout just i've heard people shout just like you even better than you pastor listen i can i feel like god hears thoughts he knows what you're thinking and all he's asking you for is to let your heart be made of flesh again let it be made of flesh again i know why you're afraid of letting it be flesh again because it'll get hurt again if I leave it hard, if I leave it strong, if I leave it all, that, that's my way of protecting my heart, is if I keep it hard like that. Listen, you're not experiencing life when your heart is hard like that. It can't beat the way it's supposed to. You can't experience life the way you're supposed to. I feel like God's asking you, give me your heart. I will give you a heart of flesh. I will give you the endurance to get through these seasons, these relationships. But if you want my peace, you got to get rid of that hardened heart. If that's you right now, just receive that. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand because that will be embarrassing. And, but if, you, if that's you, you know that's you. You know that's you. You've been pushing people away for so long, calling it protecting yourself, calling it being strong. But what God created you for relationship. He created you to be loved. And when you push everyone away, you can't be loved. So if that's you right now, just give that heart back to Jesus. Saying, Jesus, I want to be loved. I want to know what it's like to be loved. God, you know how exhausted I am. 
You know how much I'm tired of people's lip service, saying one thing and doing another. God, you know how frustrated I am. He wants to have these real relationship with you where you can be real with him and talk about things just like that. Let him know what you need and then thank him. Amen. And then thank him. Come on. Come on. arguing with the Lord I'm sorry you guys Like, I know you got to sit through this whole thing you're like what the heck it's like the words he's giving me I feel like it sounds so cheesy I feel like a game show host or something <clears throat> this is going to sound weird I'm going to do what he's asking me to do but who needs a miracle this morning you need a miracle come down here right now as quickly as you can whatever the miracle is he didn't tell me any specific ones i like it when he tells me specific ones that one's more fun because i get to see miracles happen like this but i felt like this weird game show host it was like who wants a miracle come on down like that's what i was hearing in my head i'm like no lord that's ridiculous i'm not doing that but you know what happens when you're not obedient you don't get to see god do what he intended to do Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for those that believe. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for miracles that are happening right now. I thank you, Lord, for those that press through the crowd, that press through embarrassment, that press through fear to walk up to the front. God, I pray, Lord, that their faith has made them well. Just like the ten lepers, it was your faith that made you well. Lord God, I pray right now that you touch each and every one of these people. And those that have walked up to their TV screen or are crying while they're watching this on their phone in their car. Father God, I pray that that miracle would drop into this place. Your word says that when we loose things in heaven, they're loosed here on earth. When we bind things in heaven, they're bound here on earth. So God, we bind up fear right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up doubt right here in the name of Jesus. And Father, we loose peace. God, I loose finances right now in the name of Jesus. God, I loose right now the the cartilage in your knee. I loose right now those muscle spasms. We loose those things right now. Let them be done in the name of Jesus. Father, let your healing touch come over your people this morning. I pray for anxiety to leave in the name of Jesus. For those knots in your back to right now just be untied. That those stress knots, that they just come untied right now. Let it loosen up. Father, we just thank you that those things are loosening up right now. All those knots are coming out. Father God, we are not victims, we are victors. We are who you say we are. Oh, I'm going to see a victory. Oh, I'm seeing a victory right now. 
is coming into people's lives. Come on, Jesus. Oh, we thank you that autoimmune diseases no longer have power under the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. This is your this is your song right here. I'm gonna see your victory. I'm gonna see your victory, Cameron. I'm gonna see your victory, Mike. I'm gonna see your victory, Brad. Come on. I'm gonna see your victory, Carolyn. Come on. I'm gonna see your victory. Oh, it's happening right now. Oh, there's victory in the house of God. I'm gonna see some victory. Oh, there's victory in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. of that you have these ulcers is that somebody here physically or is it somebody online is anybody dealing with ulcers that's you come here ah you keep playing because you're anointed father god i release this woman from anxiety i release this woman from fear Father God, we release Chris from these bondages that the enemy has put on her, these things of guilt, these things of of feeling like it's her fault, like something she did made all of this happen. And Lord, as those things manifest as ulcers, Father, we just pray right now that all of it would disappear in the name of Jesus. All of it. All of it. The anxiety would disappear. We restore to her the joy of her salvation we restore to her perfect peace we restore to her a fully functioning body lord god we thank you right now that you're moving in and through this woman god you've called her to be the head and not the tail you called her to be above and not beneath you called her lord god Woo! oh stepping out in faith god we are believing for breakthrough like never before We're believing for breakthrough in her finances. We're believing for breakthrough in her family, Lord God. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, that her daughters and her son keep their eyes on you. Oh, Lord God, as they walk with their mother, follow me as I follow Christ. Father, give her the strength to follow you, to walk out her purpose. And God, I pray that her daughters and her son would see it, watch it, mimic it, follow you, Lord God. I just see confusion being erased right now in the name of Jesus. Confusion. Confusion's gone. There's no more confusion. We keep our eyes on Jesus. It is confusing. How can you walk on water? How can you experience miracles? Things happen. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Only Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for the crazy stuff that's about to go down in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for Chris. Thank you, Lord God, for her family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Chris, I can almost see these almost like fishing hooks or something hooked into your back. And it's like this thing that no matter how many times you try to pull away, it just pulls you back right into that place. And it's like you're like, okay, I'm ready to step out in faith. I'm ready to see God move. I'm, I'm going to do it. I've seen him do it before. You can do it again. I see you getting riled up. And then you start to go and then all of a sudden getting ripped back. We pull those hooks out right now in the name of Jesus. Those things no longer have a stronghold on you. Oh, you're a valuable daughter of a king. Lord Jesus. Oh, there it goes. There it goes in the name of Jesus. You don't have to carry that burden anymore. Those things will not. I, I know you get nervous to go run again, but, but give it a shot and see how fast you can go. Oh, those hooks that have tried to hold you back, they've only made you stronger. Oh, they've, they've, tried to, they've created resistance. Now you have the strength and endurance to push through to this next thing. So God, we thank you right now for pushing our sister through to the next place that she wants to go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Victory's breaking out all over this place. Did anybody experience physical healing? Right here, right now? No? Check. Did you check? You got to check. What is it? Your knees are not hurting as bad right now? Come on. Did you need some new cartilage? Because I got some on the shelf. We just, yeah. We just pull it right out of heaven. Come on. Father God, we just thank you for Carolyn McKinney. God, I thank you that she's in the house of the Lord this morning. And Father God, this is a woman of faith, a woman of power. Carolyn, I feel like that your prayers are heard by the Lord. Your prayers are heard by the Lord. Intercede for your family. Keep interceding. I know you already are. Keep interceding for your family. Keep interceding for your loved ones. Because when you pray, things happen. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing. And God, I thank you that her knees are healed in the name of Jesus. Father, you can do it. Give her new joints right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that she's able to dance and walk around and play with the kids and do all kinds of fun yes. stuff, being grandma to the extreme. Come on. Yes, Lord, yes. Father God, we thank you for new joints. We thank you for new joints. Carolyn, do you, do you have issues with your wrist too? You do? Is it the left one? It is the left one, huh? I was feeling that right now. So God's going to restore that too. So God, we just thank you right now for restoring Carolyn's wrist. God, the carpal tunnel has no, has no power on her. 
Lord Jesus, that you will no longer feel popping, no longer feel the pain, no longer feel the, that dissonance. Oh, Lord God, I, I, I don't know, Carolyn, did you ever do art or things like that or, or music or things? Yeah, those things probably hurt now, huh? So God, we thank you for restoration. We thank you for restoration that she can play the keys again. God, we thank you for restoration that she can write letters to people, typing them up, getting them all nice and neat. Carolyn, I believe that God has has a, a linguist gift in you that when you, you can write things in ways that people will understand them. Father God, if there is a book inside of this woman, bring it out in the name of Jesus for the world to see and experience. I just believe that what you've gone through and what you've experienced in your life, Carolyn, is for not just for you, but it's for so many people to experience and to see like I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. If she can get through this, so can I. Father God, we just thank you right now for Carolyn McKinney. We thank you right now for the anointing coming over her life. God, that you're doing a great thing. My goodness. My goodness. I feel like it's getting hot in here all of a sudden. (sighs) Trying to figure out if I'm sweating this much because somebody needs healing from that or... (sighs) Some of the weird stuff that God does, you know? Lord, I just pray for the uncomfortability. This is going to sound weird, but I pray for the uncomfortability of menopause. Hot flashes. I know it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke to who it's happening to. So God, right now, I just pray for things to be eased in the name of Jesus. God, for bodies to be realigned in ways that they don't have to experience this uncomfortability. I can already feel like this cooling air on my, on my, on my, oh, good. Come on. Come on. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for that refreshing. We thank you for that refreshing. Let the refreshing come. Oh, it's a new season. You're not, you're not under the heat anymore. It's the refreshing of the Lord. Can you feel that? Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're so good. You're so good and you're so worthy. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on. Somebody lift up a shout for Jesus this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Now, I know that stuff doesn't happen every week, so, but God does stuff sometimes, and I know we went a little over time, but it's his church, and he's allowed to do that. Amen? Amen. He's allowed to do that. So we give him the glory. If you prayed for healing this morning and you haven't experienced it yet, keep asking. Keep asking the Lord. Keep asking. Keep asking. Oh, man. I feel like this is cheating because I know you so well, Brad, but I just feel like... Here, come here. Get up here. Father God, give you our broken hearts and Lord we ask for amending of hearts amending of spirits amending in brotherhood Father God restore what only you can 
just feel like God is pulling out the broken pieces. Pulling out the broken pieces. All the little shards that look like it would be impossible to come back together. He pulls it out, puts it back together, and replaces it full. A man after my own heart. A man after God's own heart. Frustration is okay. Pain is okay. Irritation is okay. You're a man after his own heart. If David can be called a man after his own heart after committing adultery and everything else, God sees you as so much bigger and so much more and a man after his own heart. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. This is not a burden you have to carry anymore. Forgive yourself. God already took that and put it on the cross with him. You don't have to carry it anymore. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for restored hearts this morning. Thank you, Lord, for restored hearts. I feel like the gap that's there is meant to be filled by him and him alone. Lord, fill our hearts with your goodness, with your grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Love you, man. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what God is doing today, but is it awesome or what? Come on. If you don't have somewhere to go for Thanksgiving, this is your family, and we have a place for you. If you're like, I, I usually sit by myself, and I, you know, I don't know, and I won't know anybody, guess what? If you come, you might meet your next best friend. You might meet somebody that really loves you. But we have a place for you. We have a family who's opened up their home and would love to have you over for Thanksgiving and to enjoy Thanksgiving with them. So if that's anybody in here, come and see us afterwards and we'll get you the information and get you hooked up, okay? We love you. Have an incredible Thanksgiving. Have an incredible week. Bring everybody you know all in their stretchy pants to church next Sunday and we're going to rock this thing. It's going to be awesome, all right? We love you. Have a great week.